This is the Self-Help Hipster Podcast, Season 2, Episode 2. The universe has your back. Ride or die with Gabby Bernstein. Awesome. Welcome, Welcome to back. the Self-Help Hipster Podcast, Season 2, Episode 2. This is Liana from the theselfhelphipster.com. And this is Andrew from andrewchin.co. <laughs> And we're back today with a 2017. New yes, happy 2017. Yeah, kan dat nog? It's been a minute, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're a little late. Our last episode was in November, Andrew. Wow. I know. Time flies that, and we're totally slacking. <laughs> I've been sick. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> you whore. <laughs> All right. So let's get into it. Instead of our 30-day challenge type of thing, we're now doing more of a talky-talky segment to the show. Is that correct, saying that? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, we we decided to change it a little bit, to switch it up from the 30-day challenges because we, um, I discovered that doing 30-day challenges isn't really a thing anymore that's really alive. No, not as much. Not as much. I mean, kinda. Yeah, I am still. I'm actually doing one, and I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. But um, I actually like the more like loosey goosey, free spirited type of thing that we're yeah. m- moving towards. I guess. Yeah, that's a bit more the vibe, right? Yeah. So I, f- I feel. I feel like it is. So we have a new section. Yes, we do. And it's called. Moment for me. Moment for me. <laughs> and this is basically just a, a little part of the show where we share some personal stuff and we basically talk about what's going on in our lives at the moment because we moving away kind of from like the, the rigid 30-day challenges and more towards, okay, but what are we doing and why are we doing it? And especially like it's a new year and everyone's getting started with like, okay, what is the theme of the year and what we're doing? And we kind of fe- felt like we wanted to do something like that a little bit more in the show as well. Yeah. So what we'll do is basically one of us is going to talk and the other one is going to ask a couple of questions and then we'll switch switch uh, roles. And yeah. then we're just moving into the book and the pop culture pleasures and the obsessions. Take it away. All right. So uh, you want me to start like talking? Yeah. All right. Well, um... But wait, wait, let's do a jingle first. Moment for me. So, 2017 has started and um, uh, I actually am doing a 30-day challenge, which is kind of funny because... Hey, yeah. you're screwing up the whole concept. I, yeah, exactly. I just screwed up the entire concept of, oh, let's go like free and... Let go of all the, the rigid 30-day... Yeah, anyway, it scary, but huh? it, it's a really like nice and um, happy thing. It's not like something that I have to restrict myself in or I can do something or I have to do something. But what I am doing, and I'm actually doing it daily, hence it is a 30-day challenge because I'm currently at like day 28 or something. I wow. am... Yeah, maybe even longer because I am making gratitude lists every single day beautiful at the moment and i gotta tell you it's been really really nice yeah yeah surprisingly so and i when i was doing it i remembered suddenly that i had been doing like a couple of years ago i was totally into it and i i did that all the time and now i um i started doing it again because i felt like i kind of felt like connecting to gratitude a little bit more and so basically what i do is i in my bullet journal 
I just um, fold a page in half and then on one of the sides I write the gratitude list of that day and then on the, the other side I write the gratitude list of the, the second day. Um, and um, so every day, it doesn't matter what time, sometimes it's in the morning, sometimes it's like at lunch and other times it's just like after dinner, I write down everything that I'm grateful for in that exact moment. And it's very basic because it's like it ranges from I'm happy that I live in a country that all has its problems completely <laughs> but offers a lot of freedom and a lot of uh, possibilities to my favorite tea to uh, the cat to central heating to uh, being able to hang out with my friends it's like it yeah. can be so simple and doesn't have to be like huge huge things but what it really helps you do is see the beauty of your own life and i've been really doing that more and like my life has always been pretty great i haven't always been able to see that but now that i do these gratitude lists and sure i'm in a much better place than i was like six months ago but still it really helps you see a bit more of the beauty that's already in your life and you know the self-help bureau say that it brings more happy stuff into your life um i feel like that's not necessarily the case for me but i'm just a lot no. more aware well not i don't for me right now what i'm more like i don't have the feeling that since i've been doing it i've been getting more opportunities more happy things more whatsoever i just feel like i've opened my eyes to how much of it there already was and like mm. the amount is the same but it feels uh, I'm, I'm more um, aware of it. So it's not like any huge differences have, like it, it hasn't made any huge differences in like life impact because even when I was at my shittiest, I got a lot of great opportunities and fun stuff happened to me and people were nice to me and all of that yeah. was always there. Um, I just didn't connect to it the way that I'm doing now. And that's what makes the difference, not in terms of what happens in my life, but just how I experience it. Yeah, but that is more isn't it sure no so, definitely yeah. it feels like yeah. more but i feel like if hey, you the, were the universe doesn't give you more than you can handle that's maybe true. probably that's, that's step one for you probably i think that might be it yeah, yeah. but it's really it's actually a really good exercise yeah. and um even when i'm like not enjoying my day as much as i would like i still make the list and it still adds like a moment of gratitude and calm to the day so that's what I'm doing. But other than that, that's Andrew, great. for the 2017, I am just like, I don't have any goals for this year. Can you believe that? It's. Uh... I have decided to completely let go of everything that I think I have to be, of everything that I think I have to do. Yeah. And this year I'm just living right now. I am not thinking about where I should be, where I'm supposed to be going. I don't have any goals in terms of how many yoga classes I have to take, how uh, much words I have to write. I just, like, my sort of mantra is no goals, living now. So I have no, like, I don't think of the future. I'm mm -hmm. just living day by day. And I do in the day what I think I should be doing at that particular moment, like in the present moment. And that sometimes is writing, sometimes going to yoga, sometimes it's reading a book, sometimes it's just not really doing anything and watching RuPaul's Drag Race for the hundredth millionth time. <laughs> But I'm just sort of like, for me, that's like the healthiest thing that I could do for myself. Just letting go of goals and not really focusing on any of that. Mm. Just living in the present moment. 
letting go of any performance goals you mean yeah i think yeah. that that's yeah that's basically it yeah J and and in order to heal Right. Yeah, I think it's just part of my. Ugh, I know it sounds so so nauseating, no, but no, it's true. No, no, it's no, part no, no. of my. It's There's part of my one, process. Can can we establish one thing for this oh, episode? Okay, okay, okay. We are allowed. Yes. To float a little. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This everyone who's listening, this is kind <laughs> of a woo woo episode. We're yeah. gonna go way into the sky. So yeah, it's totally true. So therefore, it is okay. It's also for in me the to theme say, of the book. Exactly, it's the theme so, of the book, so it can be the theme of the episode. And so and it's, it's the totally theme of okay. The life right now, right? Yes, it's totally okay for me to say it's this totally is a okay. part of my journey. Yeah. Yeah. So true. You have permission. Thank you. Thank you. Don't be apologetic about that. Okay. Anymore. Okay. Done. So, let's no, go to you. Enough about you. Let's talk about me. <laughs> Moment for me. I am... I'm good. good? I think. <laughs> you, you're not sure? Are you sure? <laughs> no, I'm... Um, what can I say? No. I'm doing my thing. You're doing, doing your thing. thing? Doing my thing. Don't let the haters stop you from doing your thing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say thang? Thang. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love the thing that you have no goals. I like it. Yeah, I think it's a it's a healthy break. Yeah. I have some goals. Well? Yeah, like uh, I have some financial goals and I have some things that I have to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have some group goals with people I work with. Oh, that's cool. And... Um, yeah, and it's 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 we're finally getting you know getting a move on mm -hmm. on things. It's a hard work year. And goals can be really inspiring. Goals can be like totally motivating and energizing. So it's good to have goals. Yeah, but you know, for me, it doesn't always work. No, sure. Well, because no. some goals are a bit deceptive. Like mm -hmm. maybe some financial goals. Yeah. A financial goal for me never works. Why not? I don't know. I can say I want to make a hundred thousand, mm -hmm. but then it doesn't inspire me at all, at all. It sort of like empties you. It at the like, moment Ugh. it does, but yeah. then it's like, what, what, why? So is it because it's too much of a stretch all at once? Maybe because no. that's something that I read a lot about in like self help books. Like if a go like you should have like big hairy. Uh, intimidating goals mm -hmm. like to get you going but at the same time there's also authors that sort of subscribe more to the idea of it needs to be something that your mind even your like your subconscious mind thinks okay but we can do that because I, I of course yes I, I can't tell myself that I'll make a million next year because I know I won't well, it, well, I could, but it's very unlikely. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. So for me, that's like, and for other people that might, and for you, it might be the thing that it's just um, somewhere inside of you, you think it's too much of a stretch and it's, and that the energy sort of pulls you down maybe? Um, or, maybe or, it's my, or you're just not interested in the financial goal. I never was for real. No. I, my, my my relationship with money was bad. Yeah. That, mm -hmm. And that's why the financial goal... Which is it. so interesting, by the way. Yeah. Relationship with money. We have a, uh, There's yeah. a book way. Maybe we can review about Ooh, that because it's very yeah. interesting. But, um, um, so yeah. Sorry, but it's getting better. Yeah. My good. relationship with money yeah, is good. getting better and better. Yeah. So I tried it again to set another financial yeah. goal with a group. And mm -hmm. now it feels 
better. Good. I I broke it down into um, something you can grasp. Like, mm-hmm. what is a hundred thousand? Yeah, a hundred thousand is a hundred times a thousand. Yeah, and a thousand isn't that much. No, that's I mean, doable. Just, yeah, I mean, uh, huh? it's, yeah. W- what's a thousand bucks? It's like four Gucci scarves. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. half mm-hmm. a Louis Vuitton bag. Mm-hmm. So it's not that much. It's just the way you look at it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so sure we can mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. Um. So that's that's important. Mm-hmm. Um. What else? It's just a. Uh, I'm trying to not be crazy about being busy. Okay. I feel that that's a healthy goal. Yeah. And how yeah. how are you working on that? How are, and how are you planning to keep that going? You can do the goal and then work your ass off. Yes. Right? But what I experience is that it's better to just have a vision of where you want to mm-hmm. be, what kind of person you want to be, yeah. and how does that person live from day to day. Yeah. See? that? Yeah. Yeah. So it's also less... You, you set the goal and then you... For, you, 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 yeah. you, you, you let it, it be. In, yeah. You let mm-hmm. it be and then... You think about what kind of person you yeah. have to be to eventually maybe get that goal somehow. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> like, it's like take, uh, um, giving away control mm-hmm. of having to control the goal journey, but mm-hmm. to just go on a journey. Yeah, and just do what you path can. It takes, but yeah. And I don't want to say whatever feels good, but because I don't really believe in that. I, whatever makes you proud or something about yourself it doesn't have to have a certain positive feeling and sometimes that positive feeling is just um going for it even though you don't really feel like it at that moment because you're tired or yeah. lazy or uninspired but you'll feel good if you push on a little bit there you go yeah, yeah that's that's the thing yeah it's a, it's a bit of a it's a bit complex yeah it's like how this works it totally totally it's complex is, yeah. because there's also the the element of faith mm-hmm. and I think it always boils down to to faith, to 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 faith to, and grit would be my oh grit, yeah, that, that's yeah. like a syst- that's the yeah. the mechanism, the yeah. system. Uh, but faith, here's what I'm. This is what I mean. The reason why I or some people let's talk about me. Mm. <laughs> the reason <laughs> why I sometimes choose instant gratification mm-hmm. over. Uh, long-term grit work Mm -hmm. like okay if you have the choice to do work or to just do something fun first um if you don't have faith in the future Mm -hmm. you probably will do the fun thing first yeah which (laughs) which will lead you to not really going where you want to go where you want to go but um if you have faith, then you will do the work, trusting that yeah. tomorrow or a few days later, um, you will have fun. More fun. Yeah. It's like the marshmallow. Yeah, uh, the instant, exactly. The, instant the, gratification, the marshmallow, marshmallow experiment. experiment. Yeah. Um, it's hard, but it, it really kind of works like that. Mm-hmm. So... Um, yeah, I would say have more faith. Yeah. And the odds are that tomorrow will come because the, the 
the the the chances of you uh, living mm-hmm. <laughs> are higher than dying. They are, <laughs> <laughs> I think. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. So I will take that chance. Yes, very good. That's my philosophy yeah. right now. Well, that's a good one. Beautiful. Oh, and another thing. I don't know. Um, who said this? I, I, I heard it somewhere in a mm-hmm. podcast that somebody said um, you got that it's a new more friend. important Sorry. to imagine your place in the future. It's like, mm-hmm. you could say, I want to make 100,000, but... When you have that hundred thousand, where are you mm-hmm. living? What is a day in the life of you at that time? So it's more like sensory sensory experience, yeah. maybe. Which is which is more powerful? Yeah. To than just to just have that number that factual because it's it's more complex than just the number. It's yeah. the life you lead that made you when you, you, when make, you are yeah. yeah when yeah. you are at at your destination. And so you can, one exercise that I heard and that they say is very powerful mm-hmm. is to to write down a complete day, like yeah. two pages. It's like, how does it, what, when you wake up, what do you do? What, what do you do? Uh, what do you eat? What do you do for lunch? Mm. And then what? And then what? And then what? And it's until you go to bed. Yeah. So you have like this not an ideal day but a typical day yeah. in the life of your future self a moment Which, by moment playbook yeah, kind yeah, of yeah yeah that's interesting because i'm i'm currently doing a course by stephanie sinclair who is like one of my favorite um online writers and she's like a life coach in new york and she has this exercise that's basically um it's called bridging the yeah um bridging the gap between your now and your your ideal future kind of and um like i said i have no goals and that's true but one thing that i am working on obviously is my book like there's nothing i want more than to finally finish my book and be happy with what it is Uh and so i did that exercise and basically what i came to the conclusion of is that i'm already at the place where i will finish my book you know what i mean i'm in that apartment i'm with that person i do i spend my day doing this and that and that's not different than what i'll be when i finished my book Uh and that's kind of nice and that kind of sort of makes it a little bit easier and the only thing you have to do in order to finish your book later in the future is by writing now yeah and that's kind of like a similar similar thing like the exercise that you're saying okay how does a day look when you've made a hundred thousand or in my case what does a day look when you finished your book well a lot of the things are pretty much the same which makes it feel closer in my case at least yeah and writing now there are obstacles to write um yes because the daily life and the daily hassle always gets in the way i can um, but the, the the thing is, it's uh, for me, the writing, uh, and then we'll go into the book because we've been talking about us and especially me for long enough. But one thing that I do want to say about writing my book is one, it's, um, it's such a weird thing for me to write the book because I want to be like structured about it and make sure that I write every single day. But sometimes I just sit down and just like, nope, it's like getting water out of a rock. It's not happening. While other days I just sort of, 
have this feeling and I sit down and I write five pages in a row and I'm like, oh, that's actually pretty useful. And then I put it in my book um, or I put it in the chapters that I think will be the book eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, for me, it's kind of also, and that's also something that Gabby writes about in her book. I have to get out of my own way. Yeah, I just have to sort of step aside and faith, like you mm-hmm. said, I have to have faith in the fact that some days I sit behind my 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 notebook or my laptop and nothing happens, and other times I sit down and I can barely keep up, and I just have to sort of <laughs> trust the process. And um, the thing is, I've I'm further than I've ever been. And I'm I'm still totally not there yet, but I am faithfully working on it and um, committed to making it happen. And um, I f- I finally feel like there actually will be a book, and Great. I don't know if it will be any. Sounds good. like a movie. I the, your your <laughs> your the hero's journey of you writing yes, your book. Yes, yes. Well, it's definitely been a hero's journey. <laughs> although I've also been my own ver- my my very own villain. Um, but like yesterday, I um, isn't it always? Yes, it, uh, kind of. You're always your own your <laughs> own enemy. But Andrew can see it, and I, I've so- shown it on my Snapchat a couple of times. I have this like obsessed detective type of. Uh, thing hanging on my wall where I have like the, yeah. the word count and the percentage of how much I've gotten done and like the chapters and yesterday I just had this like brainwave and I completely changed around all the chapters and I've made this new chapter um, uh, I've made this new outline of the book and I was just like oh my god I cracked the Da Vinci Code I am so smart I'm so smart <laughs> and then I sat down like to write another chapter and just like nope like crickets in the background I was like okay you know what well there's you can only be brilliant so many times a day I mean but yeah uh, I saw it and I love it I I love the si- the, the the technique that you're using I love the system I hope it posters. works and it, uh, one thing that's really interesting and I talked about this with one of my friends I will not have a chapter on healthy eating in my book. Because How about having a chapter on not having a chapter on healthy eating? A friend of mine said you should use. I have this one Instagram picture where it's just me in a bikini, and I and it says, "All oh, this can be yours too by eating whatever you want and working out whenever you feel like it." Hashtag goals, and that's the most liked picture I've ever you ever have ever gotten. A friend yeah. of mine said you should just put I that picture. That yeah, 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 you should yeah. just put that picture in your book. But no, fuck that noise. Everyone talks about how to eat healthy and no one actually really knows. So I feel like like there's a couple of basic components that people can figure out without my help. Like you do you, I do me. Now you, you can do this. This You put that picture yeah. in the book and then <laughs> six empty pages afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so funny. Let's see if my editor goes for it. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Book of the Month. The Universe Has Your Back by Gabrielle Bernstein. I have loved Gabrielle's book ever since books ever since Spirit Junkie, which is her first one, and May de- Cause. No, May May Cause Miracles was May the other May. one. I think it's the 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 order was Spirit Junkie, add more ink to your life, or maybe I've gotten those two mixed up. And then it's uh, May Cause Miracles, and then it's The Universe Has Your Back. So okay. The Universe Has Your Back is the latest one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Andrew, first thoughts. 
I think it's a book that you needed right now. Is it not? Yes, it yes. was. Yes, it was. It totally was. Yes, yeah. I needed some light, fluffy, spiritual. It's, it's going the back to basics. It's yeah, going definitely. back to first principles. Yes, back to where it all started. Right. Yes, Just kind of. Yeah. Not this businessy stuff. No. But more the. Spiritual. More my yeah, more my hippie side. Your hippie Got side. to celebrate again. Yeah. Yes, I felt it. I yes. felt uh, when I was reading the book. I felt you needing this and happy, yeah. being happy. And I loved it too. Yes. I loved it. I still like occasionally have my little skeptical, like sciencey bitch, like go, Ugh. but I was just like, you know what? You can have a turn later. <laughs> like you have done enough and some of it great and some of it not so great, but I'm now, re- I'm reading this book now. So shh, shh, shh. Yes. No, I uh, really enjoyed the book. Yeah. And I like Gabri's, uh, Gabrielle's way of writing. I like her uh, general style of things. And um, there were a couple of things in that book that just really, I don't know, it just made me happy to, to sort of like get on that level again. Like that sort of more, the universe is your yeah. friend and the, the universe, universe will help you. And, you know, I know. That, <laughs> Every time I heard the word yeah, the universe, universe, I can hear universe. <laughs> And you know what? I know that the universe has better things to do than worry about my sorry ass. But that doesn't matter hey, because it's all in hey, your head. No, no, no. Say. But like seriously, don't say that. It's about. It's about. It, it's not necessarily about the universe. It's about the way that you think. And I believe the world is an objective place. The world doesn't care. The world doesn't care if you live or die. The world doesn't care if you're happy or sad or hating or loving. But, but you the should universe. care. <laughs> you should care. <laughs> And what you're putting out there is something that you'll probably get back just because of the way that that works. And I am more than willing to jump on the universe carousel and let (laughs) let it ride me all the way around and around um, because there's a lot of principles in there Mm -hmm. that you use for you. And regardless of what you might feel in terms of like what's true or false, there's always something that you can use and it's, leave your judgment at the door is kind of my way of looking at that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, this here's how I see it. Hmm. Um, Science-wise, mm-hmm. um, example of one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I see this working all the time. Mm-hmm. When I try this shit, sorry. When I do- <laughs> you can. I think we've established that cursing is allowed in the self-help hipster podcast. I mean... When I try this stuff, it works. Yeah, but so, that, honey, I love mm. you, but that's not science. And that's fine. Hey! Sorry. How much? <laughs> it's what it's about. Example of one, it's my life. Yeah, and, my, but that's and if it one. works for me, sure. then it works. Sure, no, not. but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to say with my... Um, Who cares if it works for exactly, everybody? Exactly. And it's if, about you. Yeah. It's about you. And... And if this th- works for the you, then great. If it works for me, it might work for someone else too. It works for someone else too, yeah. and it works for that other someone else yeah. too. That's true. Then you have this. What is? What did she talk about? This. This. Um. One percent of people. Oh yeah, I love that part. I yeah. Love that part so much. Who? Who? who th- it was what, a really complicated name. It's called. It was with an M. Yeah. I don't so, remember what it was, but I'll expl- it was yeah, but yeah, it was a yoga. I'll explain it real quick. Yeah. Basically, what Gabby says is like if one percent of the um, community of one percent of the world would meditate and align itself with love and whatever, mm-hmm. you would feel it. It would have a positive effect. And she gave an example of a group of monks 
Yeah. Was an, I don't remember the exact number, but that group was 1% of the community, the community they yeah. uh, started living in, and they meditated and aligned themselves with love, and the crime rate dropped 16%. Yeah. And that was, it was researched it was a, it was a by bad, science. It was researched by scientists. So... so Sure, there sure. <laughs> there is evidence. I'm not saying that it's never there, but it's just like, you know, I'm just trying to sort of like put some perspective into it that it's, um, you don't necessarily have to be all university in order for this to A, work and B, be enjoyable to read. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm saying. Okay. But that example is actually really good. And you know what? I actually really believe that that is true because like that's anecdotal but it's the same thing mm -hmm. i notice if i'm centered if i'm loving if i'm calm and happy i can tell what happens in a room when i'm there and i'm like that and i talk to other people that's the same principle the way the vibe that you give off and that's like with everything that you do but it's also something that's energetically happening mm -hmm. it you see it happening and my, my boyfriend always says the, the effect that you have on my friends, I've never seen before. And that's so nice, but that's not because I'm some sort of super being, but it's just because I like to have a positive effect on the room. And yeah. I try like to center myself mm. and to speak from love. And I like all of those things, I try to have a positive effect. And Vincent always says like, I see people moving towards you. Like people enjoy being around you and talking to you and coming towards you, but that's because of the general vibe that you usually, not always, obviously, mm -hmm. the vibe that you put out. And that's kind of the same thing. Plus, you are a brighter star than mo other people. Oh, I, I would say. Thank then you. That when there's a room of people, naturally you will be uh, shining brighter, or when you're feeling really bad, mm -hmm. you will be a black hole that people will were like oh, yes. oh my god <laughs> what's going on you know like you yeah know, no it's so, true so people notice when there's something yeah. going on people and, notice what is going on yeah and i feel like m most of the time i I'm, i haven't been that black hole in a very long time but i remember times where i was someone's black hole mm. or when i was a group when i was the black hole in the group and <laughs> Um, the only thing that I can say about that is that I feel so sorry for being that black hole. <laughs> like truly, like I never want anyone, like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm always trying to be a positive influence, but in some cases I just wasn't able to, you know? Mm -hmm. And now all I can do is try to make sure that I'm, I don't become that black hole again. And yeah. when I'm in a room with people, I'm something sunny yeah. instead of the black hole. But yeah, so um, Gabby basically writes the entire book from a very positive perspective. Okay, stop worrying so much is kind of like a basic thing that I'm getting out of it. Like sort of let go a little bit and trust more. Yeah. And that's something that I have been practicing very actively. Mm -hmm. um, and um, aligning yourself with what you believe in, aligning yourself with love and with trust and all of that. And I feel like especially if you've read Gabby before, this is one of her, yeah, I'd say this is my second favorite after Spirit Junkie. This is definitely my second favorite, yeah. Mm, I haven't read Spirit Junkie, but this, this is... Spirit is Junkie is more 
autobiographical uh, okay. and i really like it when she adds like her personal experiences me in too, the stories. me too yeah i like that in the book as well yeah they're very clear yes uh, examples oh can i quickly talk about one thing that i really really like at one point i don't <laughs> remember exactly the entire backstory slash subtext but at one point she says um something she uses the term energetically annoying and i just sort of went like <laughs> because i knew exactly what she meant was she talking about that woman in the room or someone else? No, it wasn't. That was later. Uh, but okay. the energetically annoying part. Oh, yeah, I remember. She was talking about um, her, a friend of hers really wanted a promotion at work. Mm-hmm. And um, that's something that he wanted to manifest. So, like, use the law of attraction and mm-hmm. use the universe to make that the happen. Universe. But by um, but by clinging onto it so tightly and by... Trying to control be, it. Trying to control it and yeah. being obsessed with it instead of um, getting the promotion... Basically, what the energy was, was more needy, clingy, uh, obsessive, fearful, Uh and energetically annoying sort of sums up that so beautifully (sighs) the way that uh, people can be towards each other, but also towards the things that they want. Um, That sort of like obsessive thing and energetically annoying. I just love that term and I just kept thinking it to myself. Okay, energetically annoying, energetically annoying, just because it just made so much sense to me. I really like the term. Yeah. Yeah. We should do something with it. Really, we should. Because I f- like sometimes I meet people and I'm like, ugh. And they're energetically <laughs> annoying to me. They are. And I just, and they're not doing anything wrong. But I just, there's something about them just like, ugh, you're energetically annoying. <laughs> and that's usually because I feel a need. Yeah. Or something obsessive or something fearful or, yeah. or something. And I feel bad for judging them because I've read in Gabby's book yeah. too. Yeah. No judgment. Shouldn't oh, be no, judging. No, 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 no. Um, Look at your judgment without judgment. Yeah, okay, sure, sure. But, you know, judgment-free would be the best. But um, uh, I, like, I I understand that term so well. So that's kind of why I really liked it. Energetically annoying. Uh, This book, while reading it, I got, I became so aware of things. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, It's weird. Yeah. Also, when maybe you see somebody energetically annoying and then you say oh you're so energetically annoying and then remembering that you are her yeah the oneness yeah Mm -hmm. only i don't remember what to do with that what does she say when somebody is being energetically annoying and you notice that and you judge it and then you say i i i'm aware that i'm judging you but i Mm. also know that you are me I feel like those were two different chapters, though. So I'm I'm not yeah, entirely but the, sure. The, what, but, what, hap- what happens yeah. when that happens? What um, do you have to do when that happens? Well, I think there's... Because that's another sentence in the book that I really liked. A communication is either an extension of love or a call for love. Mm. And someone who's energetically annoying, to keep using that term... Um, first of all, it's not your responsibility in order to fill their need... But, it's, but it is your responsibility, I feel, to be kind. Yeah. So I feel like you should sort of like try at least to accept them for who they are and what they are projecting out into the world at that moment. Um, even if you are judging them a little, 
little bit maybe yeah, on the side doesn't mean that you have to be a dick about it yeah you know that's my new political perspective as well don't be a dick about it about it and in this case <laughs> that would be the same thing um try to see that person not so much as energetically annoying but as a part of you like because we're all one apparently yeah. um i didn't get the memo when i was born but sure um <laughs> we're all one and they are a part of you and what they are doing or saying or feeling it's either an extension of love or a call for love and i feel like you can never really go wrong by being loving yeah and sometimes loving is telling someone to fuck off i lovingly lovingly i genuinely <laughs> believe that but um overall being loving isn't as hard as people make it out to be no i think i think so too yeah all right. So did we um, structure our uh, review of the book well nope, enough? Nope, we're just basically running just around, running around. Running around. <laughs> so do people know what we're talking about? Well, we are currently talking about The Universe Has Your Back by Gabrielle Bernstein, but we don't really, we're not really talking about like the chapters or we're just basically picking out phrases or, or, yeah. or things that we like. So let's see, what kind of book is it? Um, it's a spiritual self-help book, I'd say. Mm-hmm. A spiritual self-help book where Gabrielle Bernstein um, basically lays down the laws that you can keep in mind when moving about in the world um, in a chill and feeling safe type of way. Yeah. I feel like that would be it. Okay. What is the central theme? Um, the central theme? I say trust. Yeah. I feel like it would be trust. I think so too. Because it's the trust that the universe will figure it out for mm. you if you can figure it out yourself. It's trust that things will turn out the way that they should. It's trust in yourself. It's trust in the universe because the universe is ride or die with mm. you. <clears throat> um, I feel like the general theme of it would be trust. And Gabrielle gives you different um, perspectives on how to do that. Gives you different exercises on how ah, to I do love that. The exercises, by One the way. of my favorite ones is the... 24 hours of freedom one hmm. the 24 hours of freedom one is basically where she says okay the next 24 hours you're not gonna worry you're not gonna figure out your next move you're not gonna make your life plan you're not free freaking out about your finances or your life plan or your career or your personal life or it should be in five or ten years just let it go for 24 hours and then after that you can worry again if you want to, you can if worry you again. Win, if you want to. If you, won't, if you don't yeah. want to, you can make like the 24 hours of 48 hours or 27 hours or for seven, 72 hours. But um, basically Gabby says, just give yourself 24 hours and don't worry. Mm -hmm. And I try to do that. I try to sort of like not figure out what my next, what my next move will be, what I have to do. Because I have figured out after everything that 2016 has taught me, that it doesn't get you anywhere. No. It's basically running in one place. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not even running in one place. It's flailing your limbs around in one spot in the room until you eventually end up like in the field position in a corner. That's what that is. <laughs> you might as well just sit the fuck down, take a couple of deep breaths and just try not to worry and not worrying for a couple hours won't kill you. Nice, huh? Yeah. That's one of my favorite exercises, but she has a bunch of them and she also has... A meditation exercise that features some of the like mantras and mm. kundalini type stuff and um like the the mudras which are the hand positions it's very all-inclusive i'd say yeah 
And one thing that that I find very uh, spot on as well is that at one point she asks Wayne Dyer, is it Dyer? I don't always remember what to, how to pronounce his name. It's the, the the self-help author, the spiritual author who died like a year or two years ago. Wayne Dyer or Dyer. Anyway. Dyer. And she basically has this conversation with him where she's kind of, she feels guilty because she says, okay, but I've been to John of God. I've done Kundalini. I'm doing this. I'm also working through the course of miracles. She's basically feeling guilty about doing all these different spiritual practices. And she's like, shouldn't I pick something? Or am I like, am I, am I shopping? Mm. Is this wrong? And he's just like, no, everyone should do whatever they feel they need to do in order to get closer to consciousness. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was beautiful. And I feel like that's the same thing with books. Reading whatever kind of self-help books help bring you closer to yourself and closer to consciousness and awareness. It's all good. Is that your experience too? Yes. After reading all this, yes. these books? Yeah. Because like, for example, You Are a Badass is mm-hmm. a completely different book. It's so different than than Gabby's book. But at the same time, I feel like I quote unquote, needed to read both of them in order for like to take the elements that fit my personality and fit my style of being best. And the same goes for all the the more businessy and management books that we've reviewed a lot of them um, that I've read in order to help me develop more in terms of my career, but also like other habits and routines and the way of thinking while at the same time, um, doing yoga brings me closer to consciousness and occasionally meditating brings me closer to consciousness. And um, for a lot of people, it's running. And for other people, it's, I don't know, dancing. And other people, it's, uh, gee, I don't know. You, it can be anything. Yeah. And you can just do, uh, ayahuasca is one, for example. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can ju- just do whatever you feel. I like that you bring this up because it can be, sometimes you can lose yourself in reading another book yes. and think, oh, is this wrong? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, yeah, the same yeah. thing. Is yeah. it, am I now addicted to self-help yeah. books? Is am I going nowhere and just reading? Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think that's true. It's always uh, yeah. even if you feel like you're at a standstill for a while, it's always part of your process. Absolutely. The, that's like my there's, there's yeah, yeah, there's plateaus and surges. There's like standstills and and moving so quickly that you don't even know what happened until you look around you and you look yeah. back and you're like, yeah. whoa, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. like again, like yeah. Gabby says. It's not always in your control, sweetie. Oh, no, yeah. no. And I love having read all these books and listening to all these me shows. Me too. And, and doing this show too. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It really helps me to make my own mind up. Yeah, precisely. Like to have an own my own perspective on yeah. what I think works. Because that's the thing. You need to, fig- you need to figure yeah. you out and you need to figure out what you need and what you want and then act accordingly. Yeah. And the only way that you can do that is by educating yourself in whatever way you it's see fit. It's all about fit. that. It's, yeah. it's just education. And, yeah, and, and, precisely. And you can see the main themes uh, emerging. Like, yes. These things work universally. Yeah, for sure. Apparently everyone is doing this for a reason. <laughs> yep. What, what are things you see um, that most successful people uh, why do i say that <laughs> okay whatever <laughs> that most successful people do um well i can't really speak for um i'm, I'm not really looking at them as successful but a trend that i'm currently really seeing can i say when i say successful i mean um <coughs> that they 
that they're operating at their yeah at their highest levels or at of, yeah. their quality of at, the, yeah. at a certain quality of life that mm. that they set yeah. for themselves. Not as much. It doesn't have to be financial. No, it have, but that's what I mean. Like, well, I what I I see kind of two, I kind of see two things. One would be um, the and that's a trend right now is that people are disconnecting more from like online stuff and mm-hmm. being online all the time and have feeling like they should have uh, th- they should do things because other people are doing them and they're more connecting to themselves and sort of with- withdrawing a bit more into their own worlds like kind of like I did before mm-hmm. um, because they feel like that's where answers are yeah. and I feel like that's one of the best things anyone could do like honestly yeah, that's beautiful yeah, and the other thing, and related to that is sort of like that that word authenticity, where you do what you feel moved to do, and that's something like, for example, um, my friend Raven, she's a cosplayer, and she wanted to do that for such a long time, but she never really did because she felt like, well, no one she knew was doing it, um, people might judge her for it, and she didn't feel like. Um, she was good enough, you know, the, the classic, <laughs> I'm not good enough to do what mm. I love type thing. And um, look, she didn't want to be a beauty blogger. She didn't want to be uh, a self-help author. She didn't want to be a fashionista. She wanted to be a cosplayer. So she stepped the fuck up and she became one. <laughs> and now the bitch is doing cons and being invited to all these different things. And the way I see it, that happened because she chose to honor herself and what she wanted. And I feel like that's something that I, I see in a lot of people. This yeah, me example. too. Yeah. What a great example. Right? Yes. Like she's she's very inspiring to me, mm-hmm. actually. Like I, like I look at her page and she's also very body positive and very po- positive force in the universe is yeah. the way I think about her. And she inspires me to be like, okay, but what do I feel? Yeah. I want what to do, I want to be. You? What do you get excited about? Well, for me, it's, um, I love writing. Yeah. I mean, come on, we all know that by now. Um, so what I'm, but you know, online, what you do is you write blogs and then you tweet your blog, you Instagram your blog and you try to get like page views and mm. all of that. And I found that that really didn't, I don't know, it didn't excite me anymore and it didn't okay. really feel like what I was supposed to be doing. And then I started making the girl does yoga eBooks mm-hmm. and long form writing is something that I yeah, get excited about yeah, now. So yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, doing yeah, like yeah. secretly or not secretly, but not like I don't uh-huh, publish it uh-huh. immediately is I write long form. I write chapters. I don't write blogs from like a thousand words. I'm currently writing ch- like girl does yoga chapters that I publish when they're only 10 K like uh-huh, they're, they're uh-huh. only 10 thousand words or something. Um, but I write long form now and long form as many an expert will tell you uh-huh. is dead. No, it's not. Well, no, there's like, there's, okay. There's a little bit of a comeback in terms of it's like deep content is sort of like coming, but people have like the, the little attention span and they want to be like, quote, oh quickly, yeah, the, you know what I mean? No, that's what you're saying that like, the, yeah, the, the, the attention span is that so long. People don't have the attention span for, for uh, like a chapter like that. People want to read quickly and quick parts and all that. But at the same time, people long for depth. People Absolutely. long for, 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 for honest and deep stuff. And um, I don't want to focus on catering 
to what I think other people want. Oh, then you're dead. Exactly. The I second want, you do that, right? You're right. Dead. So what I want to do is I want to publish the things that I get excited about and the things that Boom. I fe- that I want to share. Boom. Yeah, yeah and it's that's what I'm trying to do matters. by writing those long form Goldas Yoga chapters mm-hmm. and um, because that's what what feels right for me right now. And at the same time, I'm working with Mariette, like on, uh, we're trying to like figure out what else we can do together because we've, we've done some stuff in December that really, really, I don't know, it just felt right. You know, I just, I try to move towards what feels right, Mm -hmm. even though I can't really see the immediate use of it kind of, but that's not necessary. I don't need to know. I don't need to see. I'll figure it out along the way, you know? So that's kind of my... I had the same feeling with when I recorded the the Enough thing. Oh, yes. <laughs> right? Oh, this is... It. Well, I think that a lot of you probably know, but Mariette made uh, this beautiful move, little movie with... Um, Gorgeous movie, yeah. Yeah. Andrew did the, the audio. Sharona wrote the piece that's called Enough, which is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Naomi Felicita played mm-hmm. the was the model in the movie. I remember the first time that she talked about it, I was just like, that's a great piece. But I never really gave it any more thought. And then she made the movie and I saw the movie. I was just like, what? It is so good. I just, I was obsessed right away. I shared it on all my social media platforms. I was just, because it's so good. Yeah. It's not because it's shareable or because it's flashy. It's just, it's deep yeah. and it's gorgeous and mm. it's just so good. And many people did. Yeah. And it picked up. Uh-huh. And the Vimeo video has been watched 10,000 times. Amazing, huh? How yeah. long has it been online? Like a month, maybe two? Uh, yeah, two. Two months? Yeah. And people are asking for subtitles or asking to make... Uh, ones in different languages because the the the, it, the content connects yeah so much and it's so it really cool to see and so people, yeah. but you you felt the same way when you were doing that yeah yeah I, 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 she asked me what's gonna cost yeah it's like nothing that's awesome and i, I didn't even have an, a commercial no uh thing with no it. it's nice it's not gonna it's not like this is something i yeah, I'm not in that space no. necessarily, but I just wanted to do it because yeah. it excited me. Yeah, and for Marietta, and it's I the same thing. Yeah, just doing things that excite you. Yeah, that is the Venn diagram of my life right now. Mm, very good. It's like I want things that excite me. Mm-hmm. What's the other circle? I don't know. I don't know what you're. <laughs> I, don't sure. I don't know your circles. It's, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> that that is one circle that definitely is yeah. a very important one. Just do things that excite you. That's yeah. and then. And remember, you don't owe you don't owe anybody anything. Oh, absolutely. Just do what feels right for you. Move towards what you want. Yeah. Yeah. So, what else did you want to talk about, Ray? Uh, Agar, uh, Gabby's book. Mm. I feel like I'm stuttering all episode. I'm rusty. I think. <laughs> we 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 could be rusty. <laughs> it's been a while. You right. No, I, I, I like, let's see, I like the stories. Mm, um, the negative versus the, positive stories. Identify your low vibe story. Oh, wasn't that just the best term? That was the best. What is your low vibe story? And it's like, whoa. Uh, right? Yeah. And then I started thinking about my low vibe story. It's like, wow, oh yeah. Right. That's a low vibe story I keep telling myself. Yeah, cool. Um, 
Do you want to hear my like my lowest vibe story? And that's one that I've <laughs> talked about with my psychologist, actually. Um, so, like for anyone who's listening, this is pretty personal. So I'm sorry if this like freaks you out a little bit. But um, I was talking to my to my psychologist um, because we were having like an evaluation session. I've only seen the man five times, but it's been like amazing. He's he's a very very good therapist. So at one point he asks me, okay, what do you still worry about? And then I shared my low vibe story, which is basically the following. So I've had a pretty rough time, and uh, but it was very there were very clear um, causes. You know what I mean? It wasn't like yeah. it just happened out of the blue. It was very clear where all of my pain came from. Mm-hmm. But I told my psychologist, I said, I'm afraid that I'm actually just depressed, that I'm actually suffering from depression, oh but that no God. one ever diagnosed me and that um, I'm actually depressed. You haven't seen it and it will go untreated. And every time it will happen again and every time it will get worse until it gets so bad that I can't handle it and then I'll kill myself. That's my biggest fear and my low vibe story. That's something that I'm so afraid of that that's actually the case and that I've just never gotten the proper diagnosis and the people just haven't seen it and that's actually the truth (laughs) and that eventually it will kill me. You know, that eventually depression will kill me. So I told my psychologist that and he just sort of looked at me and he was like, okay, I haven't really known you for that long, but as soon as you came in here and you know, you, you sit in front of me and I can t- I could tell that you were having like a really hard time, but every time I made a joke, you light it, you light it up, mm-hmm. you connected. And I've always seen you do that. And if you're depressed from his experience, you're more flat. Mm. And he said, I think that if you've had periods in the past where you that you're now afraid of were actually bouts of depression, I think based on what I know of you now is that you're actually just exhausted because you don't know how to relax. You don't know how to stop. You just keep going and going and going until you're so tired that you can't get out of bed, that you don't feel joy, that you just, those are the only ways that you knew how to sort of recharge, even though it sucked for that period of time. So he said, I basically just think that you over exhausted yourself all that, all those times before. And the moment that he said that, something in me just went, that makes so much sense. <laughs> like that makes so much more sense yeah. than, things I've been telling myself or the things that I was worried about. Uh And basically, so together with my psychologist, I just sort of killed that low vibe story because the moment that he said that, like, are you sure it couldn't have been just, you know, being overexhausted or being super tired or Uh being triggered by, by something negative that happened in your, in your, in your life. And he said that and, and, and we just talked about it and I was just like, Whoa, it was such a huge load of my shoulders because like, it's true. Like, I feel like that is the truth. And it doesn't mean that I couldn't get depressed or that it might, like I might get depressed later on in my life, but the low vibe story is not the real story. It was just killing you. Yeah. It was. Yeah, because I was so worried about it. If you kept having that fear, it could have led to that. Exactly, because right? the more you fear something, yeah. the worse it gets. And so it's really useful to talk about that with other people, especially a trained like professional, uh-huh, uh-huh. because very like skillfully, he just sort of like got a few of those elements out, like the, the, the flat effect of depression and the fact that I am an overachiever 
with perfectionistic tendencies that somehow never really learned how to really, really relax. And sort of like together with that, he just like put it all back together. And it's just like, oh, but this is a completely different story. And one that feels so much more right, that fits so much better. What a great story. Right? And what a great guy. Like, (laughs) I... I, I'm a big fan of him. Now. Yeah, he's great. He's a really good psychologist. But that's like the thing. And how, what amazing of you to, to share that, by the way. Well, I feel like for a lot of people out there, maybe. Yeah. I don't know what you're telling yourself, but it's highly possible that you're telling yourself some low vibe story that's hurting you. Yeah. yeah. And that's, can I, can that's I sp- keeping you from like being the best that you can be and not like in like a uh, six pack superhuman type of way, but just in the happiest version that you can yeah. be. And that's such a shame. And, you know, I know that a lot of people never really would have guessed that about me, that that's something that I was worried about so much. And I feel like if there's any sort of low vibe story that you feel is actually really inca- yeah, in, like um, impairing you, Try to figure out if there's another narrative. And if you can't see that yourself, find someone who can help you see that. Oh, yeah. Change the narrative. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Continue. No, no, no. I, I started laughing when you when you told the story because it's so funny. I think it's so typical. Yeah. To be afraid to be depressed. Yeah, it's I think like, so too. For me, it it's also a, a huge fear because I don't see myself as someone could become depressed Mm -hmm. but um it's like for me it's like the worst thing that can happen i feel like depression is a very scary thing yeah um because for some like it's so important to talk about it because it's okay to be depressed and to suffer from depression it is a disease but it feels like you're doing something wrong and that's why it hurts so much Mm -hmm. and that's why you why people are so afraid of it and there's a stigma and uh-huh. um, uh, the fear of not being happy to that huge extent and so um, impairing your life is just so scary. Yeah. But um, I forgot to say, um, I could see that yeah. with you. Yeah, right? That you were afraid of that happening. Yeah. Yeah? So, and why, yeah why, why do you think that? Why? Um. I don't know, but the minute you you started t- uh, t- uh, telling the story, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> that you makes know, sense. you know what I think that makes it sense. is that fear. Yeah, you makes know what I sense. think it is, and it's also completely bullshit. Yeah, no, but I think that the reason why I've been so afraid of it is because I really thought that I was only allowed to be happy, and if I wasn't happy, I was doing something wrong. And it's actually been proven that the idea that you have to be happy all oh, the yeah. time actually leads to depression. Yeah, uh, uh, uh. So it's no, it's 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 totally totally makes sense that that would yeah. be a fear of mine. And um, uh, so and I was always so like I've I was always so work is so working yeah. so hard on being happy that I didn't allow pain. I didn't allow mm. negative feelings. I didn't allow pain. And what that led to was like a huge burst of it coming out at me all at once. And something that I've learned through that is sort of to, and that's also in the book, feeling the pain allows it to pass through you and it strips away its powers. Yeah. And that's, I did that before the book, yeah. but when the book, wrote, when yeah. I read that in a book, I was like, yes, that, exa- that yeah. is exactly it. Just let it be. 
Yeah. Allow the pain to be there. Allow uh, the unhappy uh, days to be there. Just allow. The Feel it. Yeah. And you don't have to be happy all the time. No. Just let everything be. You're fine. Because if you don't feel the pain now, you'll feel it later. Oh, yes. And it won't be pretty. The universe, the lessons of the universe, mm. they persist. Yes. Oh, they so do. And if you don't uh, learn the lesson now, if you don't, if you say yep. now, later, it'll come back. Yeah. Greater. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Just I, I, just I, I allow like it. Yeah. Allow the pain, allow the lessons and allow them now. Yeah. That's also in the book. Yeah. Yeah, yes, about uh, yeah. the lessons you have to learn. Yes. Yeah. So, um, <coughs> surrender to love I have here. Mm-hmm. Which I love. Yeah. Be unapologetic about how you want to feel. Mm-hmm. Control versus surrender. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and what does that last thing mean to you? Control versus surrender. Is it kind of more like the again, like it's the like faith the, thing? Like the 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 woman who was being uh, an annoying. Uh huh. Yeah. It's like the there there's this story about her f- uh, trying to find a house. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, they they found a beautiful house and. She wasn't sure because it wasn't in the city. It was mm. a countryside. They flipped the whole concept. And she's like, I don't, I'm not, it feels good, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. Yeah. So she talked to somebody and that friend of hers told her to ask for a sign. Oh, yeah. She's like, my sign for an owl. is this. And she asked yeah. for an owl. And at first she was trying to control yes. finding the owl. <laughs> <laughs> like looking for it which doesn't try, really work <laughs> trying to look for it in <laughs> in books and yes. everything around the house she was really focused on getting Searching. the owls like yeah. get me the king get owl, me the owl. <laughs> yeah. and that didn't work nope so when she finally surrendered and let it and let it go and say okay i don't i give the control over to the universe this is just how i want to feel yeah. i just want to be a happy person yeah and calm and calm trusting. trust yeah. that it will be fine mm-hmm. give it time and then suddenly she became seeing all these owls yes. everywhere <laughs> it's often like if you're trying to control something you kind of have sort of a very narrow perspective and the moment yeah. that you sort of surrender oh, yeah you see so much more you see so much more yeah, yeah. So, all right. I don't have any more. I think. No, I'm I'm good too. I think I talked about everything that I wanted to talk about in terms of the book. Um, do we recommend it? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, why not? I see no reason why not. <laughs> no, I either. honestly don't. Oh, and I I, I could also re- recommend the audio book. Oh, is it read by I, herself? I, um, by Gabby herself. Um, in my uh, experience, but <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> It's a, a a very nice voice. I don't know if she read. Well, Gabby it. I mean, has a pleasant voice to listen to. Like I I've seen yeah, a bunch read of by her the talks. Author. Yeah, 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 nice. Yeah. yeah, very nice. Yeah, I, I could imagine it was her. So yeah, it would. <laughs> okay, so the audio book is good too. Yeah, it's read by her. Nice. It's very good. And what the good thing about it is that the exercises are read to you. Oh, that's so nice. You can, you yeah, can you can have a, like exercise a guided simultaneously. Med- a guided yeah, meditation. Oh, that's good. Moments. Yeah. Yeah. It's about nice. 20 bucks in iBooks. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay, good tip. 
All right, let's move on. Pop culture pleasure. Oh, <laughs> do you know the song from Migos? Bad and bougie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, Bad I, and bougie. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is this... It's, a, it's it's not a new song, but it's um, it's a few months old. But there is a version <laughs> of Sit the, <laughs> Sit the Science Kid. Who I've never heard of before in my life, <laughs> Me by neither, the way. but it's, it's like an animated yes. thing. And they put the <clears throat> song to the animation. And it's like the, the little animated kids are rap, rapping. I've seen it. It is so, the dumbest thing, but it's, it's so, so funny. funny. I... That's my pop culture pleasure at the moment. All right. <laughs> nice. So we'll, we'll put it in the show notes. It's yes, funny. Yes, for Just sure. What's yours? Well, I have um, two. One of one of mine is Black, which is... Um, I had the album on net, um, just now when we were setting up. Black um, Black's album... Um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Free, it's called. It sounds nice. It's really good. Mm -hmm. So Black is basically this. I think he's from Atlanta. He's a he's an R and B slash hip hop rapper artist. Oh, I oh God, I'm so white. I can't even remember exactly how to call it. But listen, listen. Like, <laughs> is that racist? Do we have to cut that out? <laughs> no. I'll try again. Sorry. So Black is this artist. Uh, I think he's from Atlanta, and he. First of all, he has a really interesting backstory because the tweet or the time is 2011 and the tweet reads, okay, my 10,000 hours start now, nine hours a day, see you in 2016. Holy shit. Yes. That is awesome. He's been basically locked up in a studio, practicing, practicing, practicing. And in December, 2016, he drops an album that is just so good i had no idea who he was and i think um tim hoffman tweeted one of his songs and i was just like i need to listen to this this is really really good and there's this one song where he basically just riffs off like spoken word basically explaining like i can't do what everyone else is doing i know they want me to do it but i won't do it because it's not me and i want people to know who <laughs> i am and it's just so interesting to listen to and well done by the way it's so good. It's so, so good. I love listening to, like, the funny thing is that he um, have has just done an, uh, a performance where The weekend, his big inspiration, came out to perform with him. And he said that The weekend. I think that um, his album, or the, the EP that he then dropped in 2011 was Balloons or something? Yeah, the weekend. The oh, week, yeah, the yeah, week, yeah, the weekend, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Sorry, weekend yeah, yeah. dropped balloons, mm -hmm. and that was basically the starting point of for Black to be like, okay, okay I really want to like this is like life changing, transformational. I want to do something with it. That, that's where it started for him, and now like we've come full circle because they performed wow. together. And for me, I don't understand his world. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm a 28 year old female writer and teacher from the Netherlands. But his album feels life-changing for me. I love listening to it. For some reason, I connect to it on a level, and I don't know why. And it's just really, really good, and I like the backstory, but I feel like it's an album that everyone should just have a listen. This backstory just right? completely Jaw -dropping. makes me so curious right now. You should totally listen to it. And additionally... What, what, what? Actually, 
what a pressure to put on yourself. <laughs> but I thought it was so interesting to just someone just, just basically just shuts himself off because he wants to work on his mm. craft and then sees what happens, you know? What an experiment. Right? Awesome. So cool. So the album's really good. And um, The Weeknd has also dropped its new al- his new album, which is also amazing. So those two albums and uh, Ladywood by Tough Low, I just keep yeah. like <laughs> listening to like on a loop. Mm-hmm. So The Weeknd and Black. Awesome. Yes. And I'm going to Drake uh, in a few <gasps> days. Nice. Yes. Good for you. Isn't it just, doesn't it just keep changing dates yeah. or something? What's happening with that? I, I have no idea. You're not really. But for some reason, my show is still on. Nice. I don't know why he thinks, maybe he's doing a different show. Yeah, I don't know. On Saturday than on Friday and Thursday. I don't know. Weird. I, I don't know either, but weird. Okay. Yeah. Cool. My current obsession. What is your obsession? The passion planner. Ooh, so me. interesting story. <laughs> I, oh, that um, is a beautiful right. It's book. gorgeous, <laughs> gorgeous. Wow. What is that laser engraved? Feel it. Feel. Touch all of this, honey. No, oh, um, no, no. Yeah. So here's the backstory. I was looking, like I was online and I stumbled upon a Kickstarter for the Momentum Planner, which looked really, really uh-huh. nice. And um, I have this friend, Susanna, and we're always like productivity junkieing together. So I figured I'd back the project for the both of us and we would both get a Momentum Planner in January. So I did that and um, I, I don't know, later that week we were texting and then I told Susanna, okay, by the way, I backed a planner for us for 2017. Uh, on Kickstarter and she just started laughing and she was like I did exactly the same thing (laughs) and I was like oh my god which one did you do and she did the fault planner so I then had two planners for Mm -hmm. 2017 and I told Vincent that I'd had two planners and he said oh but you can give one to me and I was like no I want to keep my planners so I decided for Christmas I would give him the passion planner because Susanna already had one and I'd seen it with her and I thought it was beautiful and I was being a selfish bitch who didn't want to share my other two planners with Vincent. So I ordered him a very beautiful vintage brown passion planner. It arrived and I was a woman obsessed. I looked at it and it was just like, but I want that one. <laughs> so then what I did was I ordered myself a beautiful pink, a pink passion one. planner. And now I have three planners in my life, which is the dumbest thing. But you know, are you using all three? No, I'm just using the passion plan. I did use the the fold one, the one that Susanna got me. I did use because it has a really nice 30 day challenge segment mm. in it, and like little questions, and it's really really cute. But the momentum one is beautiful, but I don't like the paper. The paper is very thin and sort of plasticky, mm. and the passion planner is just it's big and it's, it's beautiful, sweet. and it has all these really cute like questions and like it's very structured and ugh, I, I I live I live. So that's my um. obsession. That's funny. I have multiple planners too. You do? <laughs> oh my god! Do you? You should get the passion planner. I should get the passion you should totally get the passion planner. Yeah, and then have four. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Then I won't feel so bad. I found a planner and somebody bought it for me, and it was at um, Urban. Oh yeah, uh, Urban Outfitters. Outfitters. Yeah, yeah. they have a. Uh, what is co- what is it called? It's it's. I don't know. It's a it's a cool planner. Because I've seen. I think it I've has seen like it before. Marble. It's marble yeah, on, yeah. The, on the mm, cover. Yeah. And it, I I looked at it in this in size. Like, oh, I need I need this one. Yes. 
and and, and, it and was, you got it, it. It was on sale. And do you have it on it. you? Do you have it with you? No, I don't. Oh, too bad. I have another plan. <laughs> Plus, I have my bullet journal too. Oh yes, I still occasionally use my bullet journal too. And I have uh, the back of an envelope. <laughs> and I have my iPhone, which I scream at every time oh, I, for I an need to remind some. Mm. I have my reminders list. Oh on my yeah, that's that good. still works. Okay. It's like oh, remind me this and that. And I do put my like my fixed appointments in my phone as well because if I need to plan one, it's just oh. easier to whip it out and to add that in. Yeah. See, that's why I use the multiple planner system mm-hmm. because my agenda, mm-hmm. my calendar yeah. is is digital. Yeah. And it's only when I have a, a certain day that mm-hmm. I want to plan. Yeah. Like I'm going to sit down and do all this stuff mm-hmm. that I take a planner and use it. Yeah. The funny thing is I need a paper, like a planner on mm-hmm. paper. I think analog, digital just doesn't work for me. Okay. Um, and I the only reason that I put appointments in my uh, eye calendar is so that if I make an appointment somewhere, I can see that there's no overlap. But everything else, like dinner dates with friends or mm-hmm. parties or uh, pick this up there or go there or whatever, those are all in my passion planner. Okay. And there I put the, the other appointments in there too. Like it's the most inclusive one. Yeah. But it, it, it is really useful to have it in your phone too. Yeah. It's weird to have it all scattered. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, that's not recommendable, that's not I think. Recommendable, no, no. But this, there's the thing. If I'm in the car, mm-hmm. I want to remember something. I don't pick a pen and no. write something. No. I just scream at my phone. Uh, <laughs> when I'm walking around somewhere. I just see you in the car now. Just Siri, Siri. <laughs> yeah. I need to pick up milk. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I have a trusted list of things there. Mm-hmm. And I can I, I can set a reminder. Like, yeah. Remind me at two. Oh, like, oh that's good. Yeah, yeah. that's so, smart. So it pops up. On my laptop yeah. as well. Oh, that's so nice. Like, so when you're working, like, yeah. Ooh, ooh, okay. So that's one. Then I have. <coughs> then I have the digital one because yeah. that's the only way to live for me mm-hmm. to have the appointments digitally. Okay. Yeah. So if I don't have an appointment in my digital calendar, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Okay. I don't show up. I feel that way about paper. It's so up. funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, and then on paper, mm-hmm. I put the things I want to do for myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is the day, I feel like this is that, how the day yeah. is going to be. Uh, it is no appointment or I write I feel like in a lot of people do it your around way. the appointment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why this happens like this. It just works that way. It just works that yeah. way. Yeah. So. All right. And and on paper I put the the thoughts and sure. and, and lists of beautiful things. <laughs> nice, yeah. very nice. Which don't really exist digitally. That nah. not yet. Nah. Ah. All right. Do you have any other obsessions? I or are we obsession. being very modest today? I have an obsession with a method right Ooh. now of working. Tell me. Of thinking. It's almost like you're post-it note uh, system oh, that you have on the mm-hmm, wall yeah. but i've used this about five times already yeah in management sessions and it's amazing what's it does it, it have a name it it doesn't have a name yet okay <laughs> but you should but, patent that shit <laughs> <laughs> no i'm afraid i can't because oh. i stole it from outlining books or oh. movie scripts oh nice my obsession is is, is movie script is, is writing scripts yes yes trying to write a script mm-hmm. and Basically, what I've seen a 
very successful scriptwriter do is use index cards. Yeah. Like, and every idea he has, he puts on one card. It's yeah. Like, I have an idea, and they're all loose, and you mm-hmm. you you don't you don't have to have a a specific order because no. you don't know yet. You just have you just have an idea. Loose ideas, yeah. or things that bother you, or whatever. Mm. You can write them all down separately, and then put them on the table. Yeah. And then start structuring. And that also works with um, maybe finding your your the thing you want to do. Yeah. Or finding, uh, like, for the companies I did it for, it's like, okay, we, we are stuck. Yeah. We're stuck somewhere where we've been doing this forever. Mm-hmm. And this is not going well. We need to... We need a 2.0 version of our yeah. company. Okay. So basically, we sit down with the management team and write all the things down that come up. Yeah. And then we we make clusters and mm-hmm. trees, and you can arrange it yeah. every time. And then we take a picture of the whole oh, table, and brilliant. then it's like, okay, we're not there yet. And then you start restructuring yeah. Yeah, it again. Yeah, you can do it again. Yeah. And add things. And then we have. I have these. Um, stickers mm-hmm. with colors yeah and when we can put colors on oh the, nice the, and then you have it's amazing amazing because you know your head is like a total mess usually yep. and this is a representation of everyone's head mm-hmm. at the same time yeah but structured very and, nice uh, it's not rigid because no. you can move it around yeah and every every time we had a breakthrough so nice it was amazing awesome and uh, this is I, I have to find some method of using this for other even, projects even though, as well, even though yeah. it goes like very natural mm-hmm. you don't even have to prepare no you just take it these just cards happens. and the stickers and you start and you sit down and you start writing cool and you start structuring and the funny thing is the people start doing it themselves mm-hmm. start moving it around people who who normally say they're not creative yeah of course and then it's like oh we can put this there mm-hmm. and put that there they, they and, start, and then it's yeah. like whoa 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 amazing i love it cool I, i'm completely obsessed with using these right i now. can imagine it i even sat down awesome. for myself doing yeah it. yeah I f- yeah might, you might as well yeah cool all right so um what's up for it next time Andrew good question the next book Um, so in the beginning of the show we were talking very shortly about relationships with money and there's this book that's called money a love story I love it already and I think it's by (laughs) Kate Northup or something or am I confused with Kate Upton wait I'll check it out Mm -mm. Kate Hudson (laughs) no Kate Bush Nope. Katy Perry? You're just going to name out, name all the cakes? <laughs> see, see which one it is? Oh, yeah. Money, a love story. Oh, I said it right the first time. Hey. It's called Money, a love story. Untangle your financial woes and create the life you want by Kate Northup. Northup. And I haven't read it all the way through yet, but I remember I started reading it a couple of years ago, so it's not a very recent book, but it is maybe something interesting to pursue for the next episode. I love it. Yes, let's do it. Because our relationship with money. It's really an interesting topic. Uh, I honestly, to God, just one of my favorites. All right, so... Go Bitcoin. Woo! Woo! (laughs) 
All right. So thank you so much for listening today. We kind of sort of had a little check-in moment with ourselves for like 2017. We talked about Gabrielle Bernstein's book, The Universe Has Your Back, which is a lovely, very open and free-flowing and loving sort of story with exercises about how to... I don't know, create the life you want or like visualize your reality, like align yourself with love and all of that. Yeah, align yourself with love. Um, (laughs) And we also talked about our pop culture pleasures and Andrews is the, what's it called? The kid scientist? Sit the kid scientist? Sit the science kid. Oh, sit the science. (laughs) That was kind of a come. All right. Um, This version of uh, Bad and Bougie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mine were Black and The Weeknd. And our obsessions were The Passion Planner and... um, And my method. Oh, yeah, in your method. I would say. I would say. Didn't you have another one, too? I did. Uh, Doesn't matter. I love you anyway for doing this whole beautiful summary, which you are super, super good at. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you haven't done it already, please subscribe or leave a review on iTunes. And we'll promise that we'll be back sooner than there was between episode one and two. Yes. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.